0: Talk shoes. Recorded live. What is up? Field
1: Street Forum Radio is on the air. It's Wednesday. It is the week of the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. It is nine o'clock. It is time for Field Street Forum Radio. I am your host, the real Dre. Soon to be joined by Jason Harry Dog, hopefully. Hopefully no more kidney
2: stones
1: or gallstones or anything like that going on. Good time for a bye week last week. He took the week to recover from from the old kidney stone ailment. Hopefully he'll be on to let us know how that went. Painful, I'm sure, because I've heard it's been, it's one of the worst pains in the world. Hopefully I never find out about it. Uh, kind of a heading into last week, it was kind of a expected to be a big week for big games, big matchups last week, and it turned into kind of a dud weekend for college football. The games ended up being pretty much blowouts. Um, hopefully, this weekend will be more of the same as Georgia takes on Florida and Jacksonville, and hopefully, the Dogs will. Whip that ass down in Jacksonville this year. And as previously stated, Jason Harry Dogg is back.
3: Man, you missed
4: good, your segment. You missed good, your
3: transition. Good.
4: What? You see, I mean, you could have transitioned. You could have like, speaking of whipping ass, <laughs>
3: well, Jason yeah. is
1: with us. I know you weren't in much mood to be whipping ass over the
3: last week, so. Oh man, i was getting my ass whooped over the last week.
1: How about that? <laughs> I I was just saying it. It's one of the have heard it's one of the worst pains ever, and I hope I never experience it.
3: Oh my god, dude, don't even. Oh,
1: we had a good week for a bye week. Huh? The bye week came at the right time this year. Huh?
3: Dre, I'm telling you, I'm telling, <laughs> you. i tell everybody right now. My bad car wreck was in 2003. Hmm. I broke my leg in 14 places, hmm. but it, like, basically just twisted the bone like you twist a rag when you, like, wring water out of a rag. Jeez. Shoulder was hanging by one tendon, fractured two bones in my face, and this was worse.
4: Jeez. Good
3: Lord, son. Huh? the kidney stones were worse. I was like, oh, my God.
1: Yeah. Well, I told you my, the wife had them, uh, right after it looked probably just a couple months after uh, the birth of our first son our first child and uh she said this was worse i mean when she went through kidney stones i mean it was that's how bad it is i mean it 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 can be just traumatic said
3: so. oh i'm telling you it i mean it's crazy
1: Ugh. well glad you're back to your old self and uh Hopefully that's the last. What would, would they say why or anything like that?
4: Yeah, because it's what, a very comfortable, comfortable? Whole
3: life. <laughs> and not enough <laughs> water. <laughs> right. Come on. I already knew what it was. Yeah.
1: Well, at least you're back. That's all that matters. So, speaking of back, we did get some word today, or well, over the last couple of days, actually, that Georgia's getting a little healthier from, from the last couple of weeks.
3: Man, um, we got everybody back.
1: Trenton Thompson's back healthy. Uh, David Marshall's back healthy. And then today, Jason Stanley... Red, David,
3: Reggie Carter.
1: Back. Reggie Carter back from uh, concussion. Yeah, we got a little banged up there for a little while. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think uh, Muckles will be back. But... Uh, would be yeah, nice to I have
3: him, but... you got Daquan and Roundtree.
1: Yeah, Roundtree. And he's been out for an extended period of time, seems like. So.
3: Mm-hmm. And Florida. You know that good? Florida's hurting.
1: Yeah, between the suspensions of the, what, nine, ten players that they've been dealing with all year, now they're banged up as well. Tyree Cleveland's banged up. They're trying to get him back. In the fold, uh, the kid sure, that they've been sure using
2: now for the year.
1: Oh wow, who's the? Uh, what was the kid's name? That the little, the freshman wide receiver that they've been running at Wildcat.
3: Oh, I can't he, remember.
1: He had been banged, but he had been kind of like their best playmaker. Other, you know, obviously, other than Cleveland, um, he really helped make that offense kind of go quite a bit more. So if he is banged up, that's really going to limit them as well. We got, you know, I, I, it's fine with me. <laughs> I, I just, you know, you hear a lot of the experts and pundits talking and saying there's no, you know, Georgia's going to come in and, and, and win this one and everything. And when's the last time you heard people say, talking about Georgia in such a fashion, so confident in them coming into a, into a big game like this, a big rivalry game? It's just it's comforting, yet it's also kind of like, hey, y'all you know, sure you know <laughs> you know what you're talking about, right? Um, you know, you got to get out there and play the game, but you you really have to like where Georgia's at right now, where they've shown how they play in, in these in these games like this so far.
3: Well, yeah, what a, what old, uh, what will Sony Michelle say today?
1: I haven't had it. Man, I've been so busy with work. I haven't all I've seen was yeah, he said, you know, with the uh, way they practice. Carter it doesn't yesterday. feel
3: like they're winning. Something to that you effect. He said, "With the way that uh, coaches push them and the way they practice, it doesn't feel like they're winning." Oh, good. So you know, they ask him about being seven zero and all that.
1: Yeah,
2: it's you know, I mean, it's 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 a great place to be, but you know, you do see.
1: Things happen, you know, coachable moments, so to speak. I mean, Missouri, obviously, was something that they they could learn from and, and still win the game, you know, handily. But, you know, they're able to see, you know, have experiences of needing to adjust, you know, at halftime or, or before halftime even. Oh,
3: they said, having, up.
0: Having to step said up. it's
3: crazy to say that it don't even feel like we're undefeated. The way we practice, the way we're being coached, it seems like we've lost games. The way we're being coached, the way we're being pushed so hard. Yeah. So they're not letting them dudes get comfortable at all.
1: Good. Good. There's no resting on your on the on your laurels. You haven't really done
3: anything yet, you know?
4: Ooh, honestly. Baby.
3: And then you got all these Florida players talking all this junk.
4: Yeah. And, and that and,
3: and and our guys aren't biting.
1: No. As soon as I saw that, I said they're they're worried. <laughs>
3: I mean, really, oh, exactly. that's
1: the first thing that jumped in my mind.
3: Well, when you had the when, and I mean, we saw it with our teams. I mean, crap! Man, that time we the last time we played Alabama and our guys were talking and yep. we were all jumping in before the game and all. He, we should we should have know we were doomed. Then, I uh,
1: I thought the exact same thing. I, I thought. I pretty much told myself the other day when they all that, when they started, you know, chirping and stuff like that, I can almost guarantee there's going to be a, a big dust up or, you know, something pregame where Florida comes over and tries to start junk just like Georgia. And I said, same scenario you did, just like Georgia did when Alabama was coming out of the, the tunnel <laughs> against, uh, what was that? Three, three years ago, two years ago.
3: And, right. uh, they
4: they know they're about to
1: tell it one. Yeah, you know, and it's believe me, it's it's a rivalry game. It's you got to be ready to go, it's ready to go, and you're going to get Florida's best shot. You know, hell, <laughs> McElwain's talking about death threats to him and his players, and I swear to God, I I posted on the field street forum today in the Classic City chat. I said, can we call this fake news yet? man I I really think I really think he was trying to use it as a motivational thing for his team like us against the world blah 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 that kind of thing and then the administration basically came out
2: and said it ain't the case
4: (laughs) We didn't get any further details
3: He's just uh I think he's done. I think he wants to leave.
1: Yeah, you, you. Things are kind of trending that way. I didn't realize there was so much. Um, the administration was in him, were kind of bickering back and forth. I didn't really realize that was going on as much because apparently he's come out a, a few times before and said some things about not getting support, you know, from the administration. You know, somebody had asked him last year before. You know, uh, I think it was either last year or over the off season, and how long he want, wanted to be there or something like that. And he's like, "Well, let's see if we get some kind of an extension or you know stuff like that." And then came out and said, "You know, you know, we've done our jobs. We've we've won the East two years in a row. You know, and that's not probably not." That yeah, that's part, not because
3: man. they were good. Of course, everybody else sucked. <laughs>
1: right, but that's not the ultimate goal for for a program like Florida just to win the East, you know?
3: Well, I think he's learning. I don't know. It's and hard to say this because he was in the SEC before, but then, I mean, you know, everybody knows he was here under Saban, but then Saban controls everything so much. Right. I think I think it actually helps, in a way, his assistants, because not as much pressure is put on them the way that he runs things. So, I mean, I think he's learning pretty quick to sit in Colorado State. Right. I mean I think he's learning these pressures and I just I don't know. I don't know if he's up for it.
1: Yeah. And you keep, you know, wondering that Oregon State job opening up. Would he be getting back over there
3: towards the west and
1: heading back out west.
3: No, I don't no real know. pressure just, to win over there. He just comes off weird, man. Yeah. And 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 it might be the, I mean, and, okay, SEC football's just different. The crowds Mm -hmm. are different. The people are different. The fans are different. I mean, we just are. And so, I mean, it could be us, whatever. I don't care. He just, I just don't think he's a good fit. Yeah. I I think no matter what he does, he's just going to come across weird and, just weird to SEC fans. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you look at even guys like Muschamp. Okay, Muschamp didn't do great at Florida, but he's an SEC guy. And so they at least liked him when he was losing or when he was going 500 or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was at least, you know, they at least said, okay, he's played SEC football before, he's coached big time before, it's Muschamp.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And, You know, I mean, I don't know. And I mean, you know, Sathan's a little different. You know, I mean, he's not the—he's not the meathead type. But I mean, I guarantee if he was losing ball games, Alabama wouldn't be as happy with him as they would somebody else like a Kirby or a Mustang losing ball games. I mean, he is that yeah, much no. different.
4: That, I mean, he but, wouldn't I mean, be
3: Jesus able. Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah, he wouldn't be able to. You know, kind of have the attitude of berating people like he does.
3: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I mean at all. You know, when you've done what he's done, you can basically say whatever the hell you want to. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but but a lot of it really is it seems like it's been kind of McElwain's, it was under his control. Like he could have he could have he could have if he would have just laughed off the whole shark thing or Oh, yeah, off-season stuff. Here we go. That, you know, that's, well, that's hilarious. I am saying,
3: like, somebody like Mushtab and Kirby would come off like, okay, please come try to kill me because I'll beat the hell out of you.
4: Right. But he's
3: just all like, I don't know, dude. But if you look at it, the guys that are pissed off wanting to fire their coach, like, right now, they're all dudes that just come across weird. First, you got Sergeant Butch whatever. Old butchy Butch. Yes. Lyle. He's just a whole different cat all together. Oh, my God. I mean, you got him at Tennessee. You got old Butterteeth at Florida. (laughs) I mean, so, you know, I mean, and and then you got old Bert at Arkansas.
1: Yeah.
3: I mean, the guys that are on the hot seat, even Auburn with Gus, I mean, he's he's a, he's a little weird. He's a little different.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: All these guys, cause I mean, Auburn's winning. They're what five and two. Yeah, I mean they're winning ball games, and I mean they've been whipping people's tails too. Yeah, but they're still pissed off with them, and and I just really think part of it is because he's different.
4: Yeah.
1: Well, it's kind of like. You know, was what was going on in that. I think people are getting kind of getting frustrated. Which games he loses, maybe. Oh
3: yeah. Well, and, and I'm does. not saying fair or that it's even right. Because I mean, I don't know. I just think when you get more of these coaches that played SEC football, that mm-hmm. some people would classify them more as a jock or a meathead. You know. Yeah. I just, I just think they can probably get away with more. Mm-hmm. Well,
2: let's
1: kind of talk about the game a little bit coming up. How do you – I mean, it's a little unnerving coming into the game without thinking, you know, Georgia really has to lay an egg to lose this game, you know, because we've seen it before. I mean, you know, I just don't see – even the matchup, you know, kind of again, kind of like some of the previous games we have talked about. You know, the strengths of of Florida is really, I guess, we guess, running the ball offensively, which matches up well with with Georgia's defense. I think you know we saw it a little bit with Missouri, but I think it was it was still a little bit of scheme breakdown, you know, or or, or lack of execution more than anything. But you know the. Maybe the weakest spot for Georgia is in the secondary. But that doesn't really play into Florida's hands, you know, unless Ken Zaire come in. and, and uh, I did see today that Georgia was expecting to see they were preparing for two quarterbacks.
3: Now, meeting, I don't I think guess. they're going to. I, I think we're preparing for two, but I really don't think they're going to use Zaire that much. Yeah. just I think, I mean, if they're smart... Well, the one one thing is, with Missouri's wide receivers getting behind us, one thing Felipe Frank does have is a cannon.
1: Yeah. That's not super accurate.
3: Well, I mean, you know, I mean, I could see them going, trying to go deep early. Yeah. You know, try to catch us off guard like Missouri did. But, I mean, I could also see them looking back in years past, which, I mean, yeah, I may mean, not be a good idea because of this when it was here. And, and seeing running. how the run worked against us. And I think that's where Florida is yeah. actually un, you know, pretty underrated. People don't talk about it as much. They, they have a pretty decent run game. Yeah. And offensive line. So, I mean, man, they'd be smart to utilize that.
4: Right. I was thinking what they made.
3: The one game where they ran for so many yards, Jesus Christ! It was the same play every time, right? And and they were catching Leonard Floyd going inside, and I mean right. they were running ten yards before they were even got touched. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I mean, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't try to do anything different if I were them. Yeah, i would go with what little has worked and what's worked in the past. Yeah, and I mean, if Georgia stops the run game first, then. Ooh, if we stop if we stop their run game, they're probably in trouble right, and I mean yeah, only... and you know I mean you could see them thinking the same thing about us though hey, we stopped their run game, they got that first from quarterback, yeah, you know yeah. they're in trouble, so I mean you can see them saying the same thing, and I think one thing is I think Jake fromm is probably going to have to go through his reads more than he has all season because mm-hmm. he's going to see more man-to-man, more press coverage, and, you know, they're going to think they're going to play man-to-man in presses, and, and, you know, I mean, they might be able to. Our know, wide receivers, they've had problems before, you know, getting right. getting getting open in that press coverage. Right. So, I mean, I, I think they're going to test wrong in that way while, you know, while trying to stop the run game. And if it works for them, then we might be in for a battle. You never know.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm it, it, I'm definitely concerned, you know, even closer you get to the game. it's Like I said, it's, it's an unusual feeling to for people to be so confident in, in Georgia in this game. Um, even in years that Georgia's probably been the better team. You know, even the media never really bought into Georgia being the better team. Um, hey, I'm
3: telling you, I've done it all season, though. I'm still used to, you know, not taking care of business the way we're supposed to. So every week I've sat here on this damn thing and been like, I just don't know.
1: Yeah, I know. That's, that's kind of what I'm – same thing I'm feeling, you know. It's like just, you know, get it – get out of here with a field goal or a 10-point win, something like that.
3: Be nice. Well, and, all, but all, all of us got a little bit of Munson in us.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well,
3: I'm uh, watching like okay, I'm watching the Georgia-Missouri game right now.
4: Uh-huh.
3: And it's in the first quarter. It's the interception of from three, where where they were, it looked like they were playing man. I had to rewind it and look. But basically, our guy was covered, and he threw it straight into that linebacker dropping.
4: Yeah.
1: It was a solid play by that linebacker, you know, to to reach up with basically one hand. He one-handed that thing, basically. But Fromm's got to see that, you know.
3: Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's it's going to be – it's definitely going to be the most athletic defense that he's faced all season. Yeah. So, you know, I think, I think they're going to be a tad bit faster than others that we faced.
2: The thing is, how, you know,
1: you kind of have to wonder. I haven't, now I haven't gone in depth on it or, or looked at all, honestly. But like, how has their run defense held up this year? That's that's kind of the key, really. You know. Yeah. I know they're going
2: to stack the box, but we're still going to run the ball no matter what. So, if we're able to to still run the ball against them, if we can go for, you know, 150, 200, somewhere around in there.
3: Oh, We can run the ball against them. They're in trouble.
2: You're Right, right. Do you think they're trying to, to
1: bait Georgia into changing what they do? They're changing from mindset or attitude coming into the game by doing the whole, whole big deal. He can throw a slant pass and blah, 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 that kind of stuff. Well, I mean,
3: you know, he's a freshman, so you want to try to get in a fed. But, right. uh, I mean, it's easier for me to sit here and say, but not with a Kirby Smart code team, that ain't going to work. Right. I'm telling you that right now because he, uh, I think just from, I mean, you can tell just from watching them and just from what they're saying during the interviews and just from all of this year, the history, just this year, he just, I don't know, everything is to have them locked in, dude. Yeah. I was just hoping yeah. that crap's going to work.
1: As long as the mindset hasn't changed in the bye week, you know, or the attitude in the game, that's the thing. You don't really see them, you don't really see the, you know, the shoulder shrug or head come down or something bad happens or, you know, but also you don't see, you know, everybody going bonkers when, when something good happens, you know. Is very even keel,
2: man. I'm telling you, he just—he's—I think he has them locked in. And uh, let's see, is it still forecast? And they were practicing. I saw Rodrigo said they were practicing
1: with using wet footballs to kick with, and um, you know, they were kind of preparing. As they're going to have to play in the in some some weather. Last I saw, it was about fifty percent chance in the evening. Maybe that'll skip by. I really would rather not have the weather have anything to do with it. To be honest, if it does happen to rain, does that do you see that benefiting either side?
2: Alan? not really, because. I mean
3: their strength is their strength on offense is their run game if you can say they really have a strength on offense but right. so far their offense has just been horrible. Right. And I mean ours is the same way, so I mean I wouldn't really think so. Right. I mean neither one of us are gonna throw for four hundred yards if we don't have to. Right. So I mean a run is a run game.
2: Yeah. I'm just ready. I'm just
3: only only thing only thing with me. It's always it's just it's still mental with me. Yeah. Yeah. So, I was I like, just know, about to I, everybody knows I went I've been to I was in the one game at Jacksonville. And it sucked. Huh. And no, that was when like, they had that seriously? when they had that
1: amazing quarterback uh Treon Harris though, Jason.
3: Oh my god. <laughs> I'm like, you're shitting me. It's crazy, I mean, it's crazy, it's crazy stuff happens, And so, I don't know, the rain's more like a mental thing to me. It's like, okay, the rain could allow a lot of crazy stuff to happen. Right. You know, I'm sitting here, like, the first thing when you say that about it raining, that goes through my head is, man, they could have, like, six fumbles a piece and just have a crazy game. Right. So, I mean, yeah, I understand it being in the fan feds and all that, you know. I mean, we're the ones that had not lived through that crap.
4: <laughs>
3: you know, our players, I mean, they have had to live through, what, three years of it. What do you say, uh, what do they say Kirby Smart did at the beginning of the week, I believe? He uh, got them all on the team meeting and said, stand up if you're beating Florida. And I think like right. six guys stood up.
2: Oh,
1: and probably none of them played, did they?
3: Yeah, I think they were all like either freshmen or redshirt freshmen, but so, you know when they when they actually won. So, so I mean that's your you know that's motivation right there. So a lot of these guys, you know, they hadn't been around for a lot of this crazy stuff that's happened. So I mean a lot of this is more fan stuff, and you know I mean it's like we said, Kirby has his so locked in. I don't know if anything's gonna get to him mentally. I think right. that's, That seems like one big difference, even from last year to this year, but especially from the previous staff to this staff, they just seem just more locked in mentally than anything.
1: I wonder how much that has to do with them being seniors, too. You know, it's kind of a senior-led
3: team. Yeah, I'm sure it, so it has a lot that. to do with the player leadership and all that, but, I mean, if you go back and look at it, that's where Kirby Kirby Smart's been preaching since we got here. Right. I mean, just, I don't know. I mean, I think we do live bigger and all of that, but just the mental aspect of the game, oh, my gosh, it seems like just a totally different team. It's like we were Mm -hmm. talking about with Alabama. We used to be the guys that had to talk the trash and get our fists popped up and whatever, you know, trying to play those stupid little games like that. And now we're the guys that's like, Quietly on the side. You go ahead and have fun and talk your crap because we're about to whip your ass.
1: Yeah, when it, when, when Galliard's response was, uh, "What do you say? I don't like it," or <laughs> something like
3: that. I was like, "Uh oh." <laughs> yeah, I, a lot of Florida people were like, "Uh oh," too. You see, their uh, their fans, their fans were like, "Why in the hell would you say something like that?"
1: <laughs> well, and one of them. Is not even playing, is not it? Hammonds, I guess, is not. He was the one of those talking trash, and he he's not even playing there.
3: I was not.
4: I don't think so. I thought that's what I heard.
3: And then, uh, well, and then you got old Chauncey Gardner talking trash about Jake Fromm and slant passes and all that. And then you look at it, and Jake Fromm is like one of the, I can't remember whatever percentage like or something he's like one of the best in the s e c and then you look at Chauncey Gardner, the guy talking crap, and he has the worst missed tackle percentage in the SEC.
2: right right.
3: And I'm like, okay, we know what's going on here,
1: and the last time I remember Florida trying to talk a bunch of trash was before the Tennessee game last year
4: <clears throat>
3: last
1: year's game in Tennessee ended up. Winning 38-28 or something like
3: that. I'll tell you this, too. Another thing to look at, I can't remember who pointed this out. We've had one guy talk trash like that this year. Mm-hmm. If you remember back, it was Dominic Sanders before the Notre Dame game. Right? Yeah. Right, Dominic Sanders is a senior, so you know. I mean, they try to get the seniors as much face time on camera as you, you know, get them used to it and everything. How many times have you seen Dominic Sanders since then?
2: Right. So yep. he
3: hasn't. Yeah. He 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 hasn't he hasn't trained what to say before before they go out there. I guarantee you that. Oh yeah! And I guarantee you, if they go away from it, uh, they're not going to be on again. Yeah. And number twenty-four is your proof.
1: <laughs> Just ready to to get it back out I mean, and you know get back out there watch watch and play again, man. This this gone by so fast and and there's been so much going on with you know with the you know undefeated and undefeated so far and. It's just gone by, I mean, this will be the eighth game of the year, dude.
3: Hey, straight. Well, and it's like everybody. I don't know, man. It's like you always say, there's a reason you play the game, and games aren't one on paper and all that crap, blah, blah, blah. But if all you right. look at the way their season's going, look at the way our season's going, look at the way they've been playing, look at the way we've been playing, everything in me says they're about to throw the ass with them. Right. And then you, you, I mean, and and you want to get excited, like, oh, we're about to beat the living shit out of them. And then it's like you just hit the brakes. It's like, oh, we're playing in Jacksonville. (laughs) It's like, oh, dang, wait a minute. So as long as the players don't do that, we're good. Right. Let, Let the fans handle that bull crap.
1: Yeah, but I don't even like the fans being
3: being cocky like that. <laughs> oh, no, man. But I mean, just everything in me. And I mean, if you even look at the matchups, okay, they can't pass the ball worth oh anything. Their strength is their run game. Nobody's been able to run on us. It's like offense, defense, special teams, everything, coaching, just their mentality, our mentality. They have a circus over there going on. They're talking crap. McIlwain's talking about death threats and they have that distraction. All the distractions are on their side. It's just everything points towards an ass whipping.
2: Mm-hmm. But
3: No, I'll there take... shouldn't be any buts, Drake.
2: I'll,
1: I'll take a 6-point, a 10-point win.
3: I will not take that. <laughs> I will Goal, drug their asses up
1: and down the field. Oh, I do, too. Do you think, And about it, me and a friend of mine were talking late last week, do you think we kneel, like, do we kind of throttle back a good bit if we're up, say if we're up by three or four touchdowns, you know, fourth quarter, somewhere around the middle, middle of the fourth quarter, do you think we throttle it back and start just running the ball and Trying to kill the clock or do you feel like we're gonna start throwing the ball and maybe not it maybe
3: mm-hmm. all over the field. Kirby Smart is Kirby Smart. Kirby Smart is Kirby Smart. We're gonna do what we do.
1: Just play your regular it, game, Lam. Oh yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah. If we if we go up like that, he's not he's not taking extra risk. Especially if it's been raining. We're going we'll run the ball.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: We'll throttle it down and we'll run the ball and run the time. Oh I mean, that's just what he does. I mean, it's like you are talking right. about before. There's no highs, there's no lows, even kill.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, about three touchdowns and run the clock and do what you do. I, I would like a nice little play
1: action if we're up by three or four touchdowns. Oh, <laughs>
3: yeah. It, it shocked me when we went for two against Missouri. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay, was, what is this?
1: That was kind of an, an unusual thing. Because huh? well, we were up like 26 or something like that. We are trying to go up 28, right?
2: Yeah,
1: I guess so. I mean... 19 or 21. I can't
2: remember what it was. But it was well in hand.
3: I just think i just think he's going to do what he does. I mean, if there's nothing, Kirby Smart is consistent.
2: And he's consistent
3: right. with his message, and he's consistent with the way he does things with, with the team. And, I mean, you just got to think he's going to be consistent with what he does. I think if we were up by that much we were gonna do what we would normally do against anybody.
2: Yeah. I can kind of see that. As long as we're up, you know. That's all that mattered. Would uh I do think it's pretty pretty funny though, Rodrigo pointing out they were kicking with wet
1: footballs and just reminded me that Kirby's not going to be outworked or out, uh, underprepared, you know.
3: Well, and Kirby Smart even said, uh, I think he was just trying to play it off, but he said That's, uh, this was their week to do that. evidently, didn't do like every other week for I don't know how many periods or how long, but he said they practice wet footballs every other week.
1: Oh, really? Okay.
3: hmm Interesting. I'm I mean the he stays on top of things, dude.
4: Yeah.
3: I mean my God. That's what I'm saying anything, he's freaking meticulous and he's consistent. He's consistent with his mess he's consistent with all of it. That's why I'm saying we're not worried about what Florida says, what they got going on, what they do. We're more worried about ourselves than so we are anything. Focus on us. So we're going to go out and do our thing. And, man, if they keep that, and it could get ugly, dude. Florida's not a great team. They could – I mean, there's one or two they could have won, but they could have lost them too. I mean, they could easily be sitting at one and five right now.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And, and that, that's, that's, that's one thing that pisses me off when people are talking about, oh, Georgia had not played anybody, blah, 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 blah. Well, yeah, you can use that excuse, and we had not played anybody, and we've been playing close games. And right. we haven't played a lot of strong teams on top of Notre Dame, no. We've been blowing the hell out of them. Right. We've blowing them out. Um, and I really think really, that... I mean, you can use them a little, but then you really can't because we've been doing what we were supposed to do, which is blow them out. Right. But and, I think and, and they're going to. If they're going to talk about Georgia that doesn't play anybody, you better start talking about Alabama had not played anybody either, right? Because their big game is what? What's their record? Three and four, Florida State. Yeah, I'm just saying. If, so if I mean, any. you got you got you got to go with that both ways, eh? They, they haven't played anybody either, and yes, they have been blowing them out, and that's why I'm cool with that, but.
2: Uh huh. We're doing what we're we, we're doing what we're supposed to do. Oh yeah,
1: no doubt, man. Um, it's just a matter of you know, and that's kind of one scenario that's been folks have been saying is that if if let's say Georgia and Alabama do meet undefeated in the in the SEC championship, that it that it's it's Alabama if they lose that may not really have the resume to to jump back into the playoff if they lose.
3: I'm telling you this right now. Screw Alabama and all that. I'm telling you this right now. I'm burning some shit up. I will wreck some shit if a one-loss Notre Dame goes ahead of a one-loss Georgia. Oh, I
1: know.
3: I will wreck somebody's shit. I don't Care if they played more good teams. I don't care. We beat them head to head at their place. No way.
4: And you're took over trying the to stadium. get the
3: four best teams. In no way do you put a one-loss Notre Dame ahead of a one-loss Georgia that beat Notre Dame. Yeah,
1: and because you, you're starting to see them, you know, talk about that.
4: There's no <laughs> way that, if
3: you're. If you're truly trying to get the four best teams, I understand Notre Dame, how, God, I don't know how they feel are because they've sucked for a while.
4: Mm-hmm. I understand
3: they're a national brand. They may bring more money. It may be more exciting having them than, you know, may get more viewers having them than having two SEC teams. I understand all that, and I understand the reasoning behind that. It's money, and you want to make more money, blah, blah, blah. I understand all that. If you're truly trying to get the four best teams, it's Georgia over Notre Dame every time. Right.
4: Yeah,
1: I mean you went into that and you talk about money or, or crowds or fan base showing up. Georgia took over South Bend, basically. I mean it was at it, le- it was pretty much half and half, maybe sixty forty Notre Dame at, at best. Uh for their case. But uh, you know if that doesn't you know if that doesn't get that committee's attention too because you know yeah you want to get the four best teams but you also you know you want to get to where you know the fan base is going to show up too and have a proven track record of it and and if that didn't show that they were going to be the fan base would show up anywhere and follow the team anywhere I don't know what else will because that's as big a part of it as anything honestly you got to be a, a very good team and you've got to also have a a fan base that will will follow and, and buy well, tickets. I
3: think I think because they're gonna sell it out no matter what.
4: Yeah.
3: I'm I'm talking more about T V viewers.
2: Mhm. Yeah, and it's it's but George is it's not like, you know, George is some new kid on the block. I mean we're
1: I mean I think most folks would say Georgia's one of the, you know, the blue bloods of college football anyway.
3: Yeah, but, I mean, if you end up with a semifinal or final with two SEC teams, God, I can't imagine, I mean, you know, I'm just kind of making up numbers off the top of my head, but, I mean, I would imagine it would be less than half of the viewers of, a, you know, a national brand like Notre Dame, you know, traditional, yeah. big-time traditional and all that. I mean, I can I can't. I could can see mm-hmm. where it would be less than half. You probably could look at the LSU Alabama TV numbers and be able to see how big of a difference it is. But so I, I think that would be. And you know, I mean, I understand that. And whatever, if you got to make more money and you insist that's what is most important, then say that. But don't yeah. be coming out talking about we want the four best teams. And then pull a one-loss Notre Dame in ahead of a one-loss Georgia that beat them. Right. I mean, if you're going to do it, do it. And say that's why you're doing it. Because Notre Dame's Notre Dame. We'll get more viewers. We'll make more money. And I'll be pissed off, but I'll be like, okay, that's why they're doing it. But I'll be coming out screaming, talking about we want the four-best teams, we want the four-best teams. No, the hell you don't. If you pick a one-loss Notre Dame or one-loss Georgia, you don't want the four-best.
1: Right. And especially how dominant, how different Notre Dame played has played since they played Georgia. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they keep talking about, oh, my God, you know, Notre Dame's got this amazing, you know, running game. Not against Georgia, oh, they did Oh,
3: that amazing running game got stuffed.
1: Now, this, now their running back is, is, like, number three or four in the Heisman state or Heisman, you know, a lot of the guys on ESPN oh, and that's everything. he's going to
3: three or four all he wants to. He ain't running the ball
0: against us, I'll tell you that. I
1: know. That's what I'm saying. What do you have, 48 yards or something like that? I mean. Well, I
3: mean, and if you look <laughs> at it, if you really look at the game, we should have flipped their asses. We tried to give it to them. Yeah, game. really did. I mean, it, a, oof. it, it definitely because. didn't look like a one-point game, I'll tell you that.
1: No. And that was the frustrating thing is you felt like it was going to be something, you know, where you ended up giving them, giving giving points away like on Holyfield's kickoff return and on the, with the hold, and then Miko dropping the ball at the you know five yard line on the post pattern, and you know, it was a touch walk in touchdown basically. <clears throat> Just you know, but that's a long that's a long way down the road, you know. For both Georgia and Notre Dame. Notre Dame's got a tough schedule down the stretch, and and Georgia's got a got a tough Georgia's got a tough schedule left too. You know, I mean, you got the rivalry game with Florida. You got South Carolina playing well. They're five and two. They're all jacked up, thinking they're going. They got their spot in the East. You know that they can try to take out. And you got Kentucky, Auburn, Kentucky, and Tech.
3: South Carolina. I don't know whether to feel bad for him or smack him. <laughs> I because, mean, I don't know, you got to look at them and the way they're acting. You know, oh, 5 and 2, we love Must Champ. We're so glad we have Must Champ over Kirby, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't know. It's, I mean, I'm like, you can't be that stupid. Please tell me you're not that stupid. <laughs> Understand you're excited about your team. You don't have Spurrier anymore. He just, couldn't recruit at the end. I understand you're better and you feel better. But don't be stupid. Right. Come on, it's man. all
1: a matter of expectation. I mean, both teams have, have beaten their expectations coming into the season to, to so far, you know?
3: Well I mean, and I tell you this, I didn't that I didn't say that with the DGA fans. I understand we're excited. We love what Kirby <laughs> Smart's doing. Year two, we're looking great, seven and zero, blah blah blah. We're not there yet. No, so I see no. all these Georgia people talking about all oh, the new dynasties in town and oh, we're taking over from Alabama, blah blah blah. We're not there yet. Don't be stupid. No, come on. So I say it's that about of like Georgia fans too.
1: It's kind of like you can see it on the horizon, but yeah, we're not we're not there yet, and we're and we're also, I think everybody's so glad. That we've come as far as we have already
2: too, you know. Yeah, yeah, from means... where we, from where we were.
1: So it's 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 yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly. It's 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 not there yet, but it's we're d think we're definitely closer to our to our
2: destination than we are from where we began. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. <clears throat> well on that note Talking about future and
1: destinations and everything, how about some recruiting talk? Wait, real quick, we got somebody on the
2: phone here. Let's see if they want to just listen in or if they want to chat. Bill Street form Radio, who do we have? You just listening in? Calling in? All right. We have some nervous callers, I think, Jason. Maybe they're intimidating. I don't blame
3: them. They just want to listen. I don't blame them. They just want to listen.
2: Maybe just want to
3: listen. I understand that. Sometimes, sometimes y'all do so good. I just want to listen. (laughs) Man, we were wide open as hell against (laughs) Missouri. Say what? We were wide open as hell against Missouri.
1: Oh, I love the I love the offense.
3: But Florida best not leave us that open.
1: I'm, I'm just. I hope they think that's all we do is just dink and dunk and try to run the ball.
3: But uh, I think it's, I think it's good having Ridley back. Yeah, I think, I think he brings brings a lot to the table that helps our wide receivers. Number one, if McColl gets a taste of the stone hands again, you know we we have Ridley there. And then, it was, yeah, you know, I to do more stuff with Godwin too. Where you know you put Godwin in the slot, you can put him outside. You could put Ridley in the slot, or you could put him outside.
2: Well, and you
1: see like, the kind of he
3: brings a lot athletic. And he's not—he doesn't seem like the fastest in the world. I mean, he doesn't run like a four-three blazing speed. He just always seems to get behind people. Yeah.
1: Well, precise, precise routes and you know things like that help as well. Well, as you know, and, and again, I've said it before. Like Jerry Rice ran like a four-six or four-eight, something like that, at the combine. But everybody knows he's the greatest. You know, pretty much the greatest receiver of all time. But yet he smoked all these guys that you know would try to cover him. That were you know ran four-threes and four-fours and stuff. So. It's kind of it's kind of that whole football speed and, and track speed kind of thing, you know.
4: Yeah.
1: And you see the athleticism he brings with that catch he made in the end zone again in that Missouri game. I mean, that was a hell of a catch he made, you know, kind of dotting the sidelines, you know, and, and catching it and everything, bringing it
2: in. It just shows what he can bring to the to the team. Ridley's Ridley's a player, man. It you know runs in the family. But uh, I guess did we talk about Adam Anderson? I guess that was we. Yeah, he was. That
1: was during the off week. So we had Adam Anderson commit to the dog, recommit to the dogs. How about that? Um, one of the top outside linebacker. Prospects in the country, maybe going to be you know getting a fifth star. Coming to the air. all the experts, you know all the guys on you know on all the all the sites pretty much say they think he should get a fifth star. So, how big is getting Adam Anderson back in the fold, man?
3: Oh my gosh,
2: this dude <laughs> is nasty. I mean,
1: fits right into the. To the defense,
3: more of the same. I tell you this: I think he has the potential to be one of the best that's come through here in the past few years. Yeah, and I say it a lot, and I'm including Lorenzo Carter, Davin Bellamy, Jordan Jenkins, and Leonard Floyd.
2: Mm-hmm. Hopefully, get on that Jarvis Jones type. I
3: think he has. Play-making. I think he has Leonard Floyd potential. Yeah. I yeah mean, he may frame. not be as quick as Leonard Floyd, may not be as much of a like a kind of freak athlete as Leonard Floyd.
1: hmm
3: But I'm telling you the dude the dude is good.
1: He's probably a little gonna be a little bigger though, don't you think?
3: Yeah, I think Take so. It. Hopefully, I don't, I don't that, think he's like is little... quite as like athletic as Lorenzo Carter, but I think he's gonna be a better Actual football player and linebacker than Carter,
1: right? Hopefully, set that edge a little better than than uh, Floyd, especially whenever he, especially early on in his you know, sophomore year, freshman year, because that would be. And you just mentioned it earlier. You know, he would get sucked in on on those run plays, and they would go around him. They wouldn't have to deal with him. <clears throat> I'm talking about Leonard Floyd, but I think with Anderson maybe being a little bigger, he can help set that edge and help you know, establish stopping the run. Um, but just a huge get, huge get for Georgia. You know, it was a big, a big blow whenever he, you know, decommitted, but I think it was just a matter of, you know, kind of peer pressure being in Baton Rouge with his friends and, you know, on that, on that, on that visit that he went and they all kind of committed all at once. That waned and, and he's now back home, but a huge get, man. Um, I'm gonna. You talk about Anderson being one of the best come through. I I think this class, if it pans out the way everybody's anticipating and and believing it's going to, this this will be the best linebacking class on paper to come to to sign with Georgia. I mean, you're talking Adam Anderson. Would you consider Ojolari? Defensive end or, or outside linebacker?
3: Outside, I would think. He, uh, yeah, that's what, a I'm, big that's what I'm thinking.
1: Uh, you got Caleb Tanner. You got Becton. And then potentially, you got three other guys. I don't know who they're going to end up being. Oh, wait. There's George Lombard, Dodgers' first base coach. All right. Um, I think uh, – I think
3: Beckton, you can see, as more of like a defensive end.
1: Slide him up? Okay. All right, but Otis Reese, they keep talking about he very likely could be doing the same thing as Anderson and committing to Georgia here, hopefully sooner rather than later, from from what everybody keeps saying. But you put Reese, Ojalary, Anderson... Tanner, but, man, there's also a possibility of, of a K.J. Henry. There's a possibility of uh, Tyndall from South Carolina.
3: Who? Tyndall. I think he's more an uh, inside guy.
1: Oh, I know. I'm just saying the linebacker
3: class in general. Oh, yeah, whole. yeah, just linebackers all together, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that would be
1: a hell of a haul, dude. And I, I think it could be the best linebacking corps certainly in this recruiting class, but it could be one of the best ones to come into Athens ever if, if they live up to their expectations.
3: Did you say Reese? Yeah. Yeah, man, just think of a – I don't even know, man. Ojolari and Anderson on the outside and Tyndall and Reese on the inside, that's sick, dude. And
1: in one class. I mean, that's
3: <laughs> – And I don't even I mean, that's know just... if we're – I mean, as long as we hang on to Brule, I don't even know where he would play. Safety, star linebacker. I mean, right. Throw him out there somewhere and let him knock the crap out of people. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy, and, dude. I'm I'm scared if of LSU offers him. We might lose him. That's
1: what I That's what I was worried about with Brule being a Louisiana
3: kid. You know,
1: it's hard to hard to get somebody that you know has those ties as long as he's a long time
3: Louisiana kid. Yeah. they – they hadn't offered him yet, but him and uh, him and Jamar Chase are teammates, and they visited last weekend. Oh, uh, Okay. And he said something to the effect that they have a plan for me, and you know, blah blah blah. So I don't, I don't know. I'm kind of worried if they offer them, we might lose them. But if if you can count on anything, you can count on this staff having about three backup plans. Right. Well. So, I mean, and we won't be left is, in the dark, but I just I like Brule, though, man. He's a he's a player. Yeah,
1: I like the versatility he could bring. Um, but you got a KJ Henry out there who's still, you know, and this, you know, a lot of people kept thinking he was a Clemson. You know, leaning towards Clemson. Well, From what he said, it's pretty much down to Virginia Tech and Georgia. And I
3: really like Georgia yeah, right to, now, but he he said to take his uh, official visit to Clemson.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but we'll. I don't know, man. I think that that's a definite possibility there as well.
3: Yeah, I think I think it's going to be those three.
2: Three uh, of who
3: consistent with who? Virginia Tech, Clemson, and UGA. Oh yeah, yeah. Schools. Because you know he's also uh, what taking officials Alabama and South Carolina.
2: Right.
1: What about Tyndall, too? I mean, I, I he's one I'd really like, and a lot of people are pretty much just writing him off to South Carolina because he's in Columbia. What's kind of the latest you, you're hearing with Tyndall? I, re, I really want to get the kid, to be honest. I think he's
2: a big-time Dude, he inside can, linebacker. He can flat out play. I mean, you think it's what would you? I mean, how do you like Georgia's chances with them? I mean, I, I think
3: right now, I think you almost have to face South Carolina because he's in their backyard. They're winning ball games. They're the easy pick. Right. They have a tough schedule ahead of them too. Right. And so let's let's see what happens when things aren't going so good with them. Right. I think if anybody could take them from South Carolina, it's going to be Georgia.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah, they, he seems to really, really be liking the dogs, man. And, and
3: well, I think, like I said, I think it, his dad. And mm-hmm. I know his dad has said before he grew up a Georgia fan. But uh, uh, there's, I know one, maybe two people in his family that's pushing UGA hard.
2: Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That would be that would be huge because we've got, you know, we'll be having some
1: spots opening up possibly here with uh, spending all what Roquan does. And, you know, I think Carter's a senior, isn't he? Is Carter a
2: senior or a junior? Which one? Red, Reggie Carter. Well, both of them are seniors, aren't they?
1: Oh yeah, Lorenzo is I know, but I I couldn't remember if Reggie. I think he no, is.
3: I think both of them are.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, but is there a is there a linebacker class that you can think of? You know, like like I said, I think it could be the best one to come into Athens ever.
2: You're talking. You know, potential five star with with Anderson. Four
1: or
4: five
1: star with Henry, if you can get him. <clears throat> Four or five star with yeah, Reese. Dude, man. I mean and Reese has really gotten so many uh you know, comparisons with, with Ogletree. I mean, if he can just if he can just play
3: it that well. <laughs> oh good God, Reese will not like oh my god. <laughs>
2: He will not be crap. That's so funny. When when do you think we could see anything with Reese uh, from from
1: what I've heard? From, from people I don't in that know, Dre. Why
3: don't you tell me that one? <laughs> I should be asking you that question. <laughs> All I know is from from Dre. When do you think we're gonna hear something about Reese or hear something from Reese?
1: When uh, when people least expect it is what I've heard. So I I don't know exactly what what, what does that mean. Hell, everybody's anticipating him flipping. So I don't know <laughs> I don't know if anybody's not going to be expecting it. I don't know, man. But I, from from last thing I heard is that he was wearing all pretty much decked out in all Georgia gear. Had a Georgia backpack on. I mean. Seems like it's just a matter of time, you know. I, I don't know.
3: He's had to visit it five times since he committed to Notre Dame
1: or uh, Michigan.
3: Yeah, I mean Michigan. He's had to visit That's... five times since then to us uh, <laughs> and zero to them.
1: I mean, they can't be feeling too confident about it right now, you know. And and they're they're. Their boy that was on the uh, coaching staff at Lee County is, is no longer there, right?
2: I think stuff just seems to happen. Let's talk about
3: that, Dre.
2: <laughs>
3: stuff just seems to happen with Kirby Smart as the head
4: coach.
3: <laughs> I did a timeline the other day.
2: Uh, I think that sent it to y'all. Yeah, I think it's right. in there group chat check
3: out the timeline Mark Rick begs for indoor practice facility they announced that we're building one Rick gets fired Kirby gets fired the second Kirby gets fired they change the freaking public records of what law then we have all kinds of new staff that we're spending a shit ton of money on then we mm-hmm. build one of the most expensive indoor practice facilities in the nation one of the nice ones we're kind of quiet when we go eight and five. Not a lot's happening behind the scenes. You know, just getting used to better Coaching's coaching the first year.
4: Start
3: mm-hmm. 7-0, ranked third in the nation. Everybody's talking playoffs. Then the second we're like, okay, everybody's talking playoffs, there's rumors going around that the drug policy changing. <laughs> Frickin' Carla Williams is going to Virginia. <laughs> And then yes. another key figure in the Athens area could be retiring also, and we're not just talking about McGarry.
1: Yeah, isn't, uh, is Jimmy Williams? Is it Jimmy Williams still the sheriff?
3: I uh, evidently he may not be for future much longer.
1: That yeah, that's what I've been hearing is that he he's going to be retiring soon.
3: Dre, this is all. I mean, as much as I love Kirby, I have sit here and I try to rethink it, and it's all just coincidence, dude.
1: Ah, uh, yeah.
3: It's, it'd be pretty
1: damn amazing for that to be the cause,
3: you or can't the lead. Talk of all it. of that up to just coincidence. Yeah. There's no damn way, and and I tried. I tried to. I tried to put together. That's just coincidence. And you just oh and there was a great article that Dean Leggy posted. And if you have a subscription read that sucker because it goes into a lot of this. They are on Scout, just, right? Williams stuff. Yeah, yeah, Scout two four seven now. Same thing. What um, just
1: you know, I've seen a lot of people saying, you know, why do people not like this Carla Williams lady all that much?
3: Well, i tell you, you what, see. she was not about to be the next athletic director at EGJ with Kirby Smart here. I guarantee you that.
2: I mean, I think people forget she was kind of a an Adams loyalist, pretty much. Wasn't you? Oh, Just my
3: Adam God, Adams was loyalist, my ass. He was freaking the female version of him. <laughs> um,
1: but she was kind of the one was she kinda of one that implemented the, the four games?
3: Uh, I, I don't I don't know if it was just her, but she played oh, a key yeah. part in all that, I guarantee you that. Uh, basically I mean, okay.
1: Rolling over for the A J Green and, and Girlie situation. With well the
3: NCAA. that's one one thing is That we've always been known for is like, oh, my God, the NCAA is God. We're scared to death of them. Let's put our head between our butts and kiss our asses goodbye if something happens (laughs) and just do whatever they say, whatever they say. And I don't know how much of that has to do with all the crap from the 80s or whatever and all that, you know. I don't know how much of that has to do with that, but. That's not the way Kirby Smart's gonna roll. I don't right. think we're gonna go to Auburn University and do whatever we want whenever we want. I still think we're gonna be a you know, pretty clean program. Right. But you still wanna take advantage of every opportunity you have. Right. Without breaking the rules. So and stuff that that doesn't include, that doesn't include doing drug tests directly after spring break. Right. Because you know good and damn well, I guarantee you 75% of college football players smoke weed. Yeah. And whether you think it's legal or not, whether you think it should be legal or not, I mean, there are all rules against it. So I understand the whole idea of you know it was a rule, You broke it. You put your stuff before your teammates because you knew you get suspended if you got caught. I understand that whole thing too. So I'm not trying to say they shouldn't have gotten in trouble or anything like that. But you don't have to go out of your way to cut their own feet off from under them, so to speak. Yes, they're doing other stuff. They shouldn't have looked at it. They know it's good rules. But it's something that's legal in a lot of places and it's something that all of them basically do you know kids are going to do stuff on spring break right don't go out of your way to catch them but then to have
1: the the of the toughest policy in the in the whole conference on top of the that
3: toughest drug policy in the whole conference
4: Yep.
3: So where i mean come on man give me a break Yep. i mean let's be real about it i mean none of us want to be auburn or Baylor or any bull crap like that. No. We hate guys like that. None of us want to be that. We want to be a stand-up program and, and all that, but, I mean, God, you don't have to kill yourself either.
1: Exactly. Um,
3: and there is the whole girly thing, and people think we basically threw girly under the bus to save the swim coach. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, I don't know, I don't know. A lot of people say there's nothing to that, and a lot of people say there is. So, I mean, I don't know. you got to kind of make your own determination on that, I guess.
1: Yeah. Let's see how things go now that she's a a, a Cavalier <laughs> instead of a Bulldog. Well, i tell you, I don't
3: give a shit how things go up there.
1: I will take my... Y'all chances. have
3: fun, do your thing. I don't care. Thank you. Where do I send the flowers? <laughs> Dear Jesus, thank you. They <laughs> owe this one for us taking a Lambert anyway, So, <laughs> Jesus Christ.
4: <laughs>
1: All right. Let's get back to recruiting a little bit. George has got... And that's true recruiting.
3: Carlos Williams being gone is bigger than any recruit we can sign <laughs> because of what it means for this program and the direction that we're headed. Yeah. Damn recruiting. We got rid of her. <laughs> I've been telling you, getting rid of Colonel Lewis is bigger than the whole 18 class.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, how much longer until McGarity's out of here?
3: Trick fields, trick Zeus. we got rid of Carla.
4: That's <laughs> all I'm saying. <laughs> uh,
1: all right, the kids coming in, how about that? Walthauer, Devontae Wyatt on the defensive line. How many
2: more do we take?
1: Probably just one. Deep?
2: Just one more?
3: And I would Not think a, we have a better shot with Trout than anybody, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I'd look out for no. the Bear, how uh, do you say a Bear boy? I'd look out for him, too. But I, I would like, think it's going to be one of those two.
2: Just one?
1: How about?
3: But, I mean, what God mean? Almighty, but if we, both of them want to come, do you tell them no?
1: I know. That's what I'm saying.
3: I think, uh, okay, here, here's the deal. I think we got eight spots left, right? I think Sawyer, Cook, Hill,
2: Sindel, and
3: Tyson Kevill have spots no matter what. Right. If they want to come, they have a spot. And I don't think there's some huge need out there. So where the other three spots have to be filled at a certain position. Mm-hmm. So I think you're just going to kind of see. We'll pick the ones count- supposed to come.
1: you already counting Reese in that?
3: Hell no. Reese Reese has a spot. I don't know if it's going to be a, like a Reese or Kendall. I mean, are we taking two more? Right. But I think both of them would be inside, guys.
1: Yeah, I think you'd have to take. I think you have to take both those guys, don't
3: you? Yeah, because we don't have any inside guys yet.
4: Yeah. Unless um, you count
3: like Brule as an inside guy, right? Because if he does move with the linebacker, I think he probably would be in there inside.
2: How about? Um, now, I don't know.
1: You know, I kind of heard this today. I don't know. You know where all. You know, hopefully people have seen it, but how about start moving some guys around? Maybe I've heard some possibilities of Condon now that he has, you know, injured that knee as him being a gray shirt possibility since he's not going to be able to really play next year anyway.
3: Do you definitely yeah, mean, would be options for that. And, you know, of course, everybody's going to look at the commit list and look at like the three lowest rated guys and automatically say, well, we could end up losing them because, you know, basically when the fans look at it, it's like they're going to automatically choose the three lowest-rated guys and say those are the ones that we could kind of not keep as much in touch with and kind of push them to move on. But right. if you look at it, I just, I just don't know if that's the case, dude. Yeah. When yeah, you look at a, a guy like Wild Goose, we were on Wild Goose early. Right. And his highlights just came out for this year. And he if he doesn't move up, then there's something really wrong.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. He he won't be a two-star or three-star, whatever he is.
3: Yeah. Then, I mean, you look at Javon Beckham, who have a friend that lives up there now that's played football his whole life I went to his game and was like he was just nasty yeah and so I mean by the way LA list of the lowest just lowest stars lowest ranked guys Fitzpatrick is next in which I mean god I mean his potential is off the charts he just plays Mm -hmm. for merit and it don't throw to the tight end ever hardly right And you keep going up. You got Walthour as the next lowest rated. And I mean, God, we got to have defensive linemen. Then you got Condon. Then you got Mm -hmm. Brule. So, I mean, I guess you could see maybe a Condon gray shirting, delaying enrollment, and possibly losing Brule. Right. So, I mean, um, spots right there, but.
2: Um. Would I don't know? I think Condon going if he'll take a gray shirt.
1: I, I you know I don't know how he would, how he's gonna how he would react to that. I'm sure they're gonna talk to him, but he's. I think the fact that he's you know already injured his knee and is not going to really be able to compete next year anyway. That that could be a possibility.
3: Yeah. Well, um, oh, I think I think I think you're gonna see. All right, right now, if I had to pick. I think you're going to see Sawyer, Hill,
2: Cook, Reese, a defensive tackle, Campbell, and two more. What do you say? Two more.
3: Yeah, and, and and two more. I guess the best two.
4: Gotcha.
3: There's, you know, Ford. If Ford wants to come, you're not telling him no.
2: Right. If Ford and comes, so that um, would
3: that would just take away from signing another linebacker, DV or whatever.
1: Yeah. And yeah, I think just Ford's coming,
3: so I mean, you can count him. I would think.
1: I was about to say, the I know we're kind of expecting Ford, but. And you I mean, just so talked that about gives
3: you, That gives you one spot left,
1: right? Are we definitely taking two tight ends? Do we need two tight ends
2: in this class?
3: I well, I don't think you're talking about Fitzpatrick to look around.
2: No. Yeah, that's true. I just, it's just, it's got. It seems like it's just got to open Hell some spots Hell Yeah, we take two no. tight ends. What about? Um,
3: Well, and and one thing is, if you look at Fitzpatrick's body type, I mean, the dude's six six two thirty. Well, I mean, he
2: could. God, he could end up going into a tackle, dude. Yeah. I mean, so after that,
3: that. I mean, you know, you got those seven spots, right? Who'd say? You got Campbell. You got Luke Ford. You got Sawyer, you got Hill, you got Cook, you got Reese, and you have a defensive tackle. That's seven. Mm-hmm. So I mean, does your does your other spot go to like a Jamar Chase or Alonte Taylor if they want to come? Right. You know, Alonte can play DB or receiver. Jamar Chase is a receiver. You know, I mean, it yeah. goes to KJ Henry. You're not, you're not telling KJ Henry
2: no.
1: No. Not at all. That's just it, man. I, that's and what I'm, I'm wondering.
4: Maybe you, you do if see
1: Brule. If Brule goes, I'm assuming Chase may go too back to LSU. Don't you think? Yeah,
3: yeah. Well, then you got to think if we're taking Sawyer and Hill, we're probably not taking the big Australian too. Right unless and, and I and and that's why that's one reason I think we may be leaning towards delaying enrollment for Condon is because of the interest for him, the big Australian however you say his name, seemed Philele. to pick up yeah seemed to pick up not long after Condon got hurt. Mhm. So I mean you could see us delay enrollment for him and and bring a Lele, too.
1: Right. And he's you know, his family and everybody's just been, you know, just glowing reviews about Georgia and everything else. So Well and, um,
3: and you know, he still has his uh his official visits to go. So so we'll see. But right. I mean, whew. I mean that's a big dude, that's a good dude to have as like a project.
4: Right. Yeah, you, know, you
3: probably won't see him starting for No. Probably two and a half years at least. We got know, a redshirt sophomore, you might see him hit the field.
1: Right. I think the biggest thing I've I've heard is is kind of maybe his his footwork. I mean, he's only been playing one year, basically, right?
3: Yeah, I mean, he's just starting. So I mean, that's going. I mean, this is a spot where it's going to be good for him being an IMG because he's going to get the best every day. Right. You know, yeah. I mean, dead gum. Who else can say Jesus? Who else can say they go? They go one-on-one with Xavier Thomas and Nolan Smith every day. Right. <laughs> exactly. You know, I mean, if you can't get better against those dudes, then you're just not going to get better.
4: Right.
1: Hey, we got another call, and let's see if they'll join in or what.
0: Field Street Forum Radio, who do we have? What's up, Hoagie? Again, Sue, what's up, man? Hey, Matt, how are you doing, brother?
1: Good. This is... This is my boy here from St. Simons. We've known each other since, what, eighth, ninth grade, something like that, because he went to a a rival school, and then we ended up, we were recruited to uh, Frederica to to join forces, because they knew that (laughs) they had an amazing combination here.
4: (laughs) uh, It's been a minute. It's been a minute.
1: (laughs) Known each other a long time, and, and, dude, we... This is usually the guy when I say I've been I was talking to my friend, this is the guy that, that I'm usually talking to about Georgia football, so what's going on man?
0: Not too much. Mm-hmm. Uh Jason let me, Jason, I I I I've been listening in for a little bit. Um let me ask you a question. You don't you don't think the the nineteen class is loaded up that we I don't know if we can really afford the gray shirt nineteen?
3: Ah you know, I was thinking about that earlier. I was like, dang. If you do that, you're counting Condon towards the 19th class. And, I mean, which one of those dudes are you telling, though, to bring Condon? Exactly. But, you know, those things seem to always work their way out, too.
0: Yeah. Rodrigo got
3: his scully, uh, you know. There's there's different ways of doing things that Kirby Smart doesn't mind using.
0: Well, you know that's that's what you were talking about earlier. With it's amazing the timeline that Kirby's kind of made some things happen. Um, I mean, they, it seems like gone. it seems I like mean, ros- roster management. Roster management is. I mean, we're not even playing in the same. We're not even playing in the same realm under Kirby, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, not nothing against Rick, but I mean, we'd have seventy-two, seventy-four players under scholarship. And now we're like, man, how how can we just send a kid to a prep school for three years so he can work on his footwork, so maybe he might could start for us for three games.
3: <laughs> you know what I, I said? I almost said that exact thing earlier on the on the board on the chat. Mm-hmm. I said I told him I was like, look, I understand the staff is recruiting like a bat out of hell. Uh, but I think the biggest improvement from the previous step to this one is roster management.
2: Yeah.
1: Dude, guys, there was a time when Georgia had fewer scholarship athletes than Southern Cal did during their probation period.
4: I mean, you that, know, it's funny you, it it,
0: hey, it's funny you mentioned that. I actually was thinking about that the other day. It, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, we almost – kind of ironic because Jason was like, you know, we were so scared of the NCAA. It's almost like we self-imposed our own scholarship (laughs) limit um, of, you know what, well, we're just going to give it to uh, two- and three-star kids that may or may not pan out. And, again, y'all both remember that dismal 2013 recruiting class. Um, So it it just – I'm so impressed with roster management. But how do you say no to some of these kids that want to seem like they want to come in?
2: Right. You it's don't say no to KJ Henry. I, I don't know.
1: I mean, it, it, it kind of sucks now that they've passed the law. The law, the rule, where you can't sign more than twenty-five in one class now, because we could, we could certainly load up on probably thirty, thirty-five guys this year, and next year.
0: Yeah, thanks, Ole Miss.
1: We could have an Ole Miss class, man.
0: <laughs> half of half of their freshman incoming class were football players.
2: Yeah, exactly. Michael Orr and
1: some of his friends. Hell, hell, I think Laramie Tunsil cost them about five scholarships altogether. Didn't it? be it be it players or or quote-unquote, academic scholarships.
0: Yeah, that's that that same spring break thing that uh, Jason was talking about earlier.
3: Yeah. Yeah, man, come on. I mean, tell me if I'm wrong. I mean, you can't pinpoint to any of these things and say it's because Kirby Smart or because Kirby Smart has big boosters that have his back, big money people that have his back, and they're pulling the strings and all that. You can't exactly pinpoint it because it just doesn't work that way. There's no freaking way all that's coincidence. There's no way.
2: The
1: craziest well, one to me y'all. would be
3: the,
1: the the police
3: chief, if that happens. I
1: mean if that just may that may be coincidental with a little push maybe, but you know. That would just be crazy for that to be anything to do with Kirby.
0: But you got he but he learned from the best. Right? I mean, yeah. You don't you don't, you don't, you don't hear that crap in Tuscaloosa.
3: That's absolutely. true. Dre. You're you're talking about the possibilities in the first three three and a half years of Kirby Smart's tenure at UGA. That. I mean, and and a lot of this hasn't hasn't happened yet, so it has to happen before we can tune our horns about it. But mm-hmm. let's let's call it in the works. Right. <laughs> All right. Public records request, law changed. Carla mm-hmm. Williams, deputy athletic director, gone. Police chief retiring, athletic director retiring. Mm-hmm. Come on. That didn't that yeah. just all of a sudden decide to all happen together. There's no right. way.
1: Well, I know within... But mayor, I'm sure a lot of it is they see the handwriting on the wall that it's not their time anymore. You know what I'm saying? I think they see they're not gonna have control, they're not gonna have power any longer. And that's why we're seeing the exodus from from those guys.
4: Do you think I,
3: I don't care the reasons. I don't either. I don't, I don't give a damn longer. if he made phone calls and said, Get their asses out of here
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: What <laughs> effort? I mean and, and not to say, I don't think, I think it comes across the wrong way sometimes. I don't think people think Carla Williams is some bad person that doesn't care about UGA or anything like that. I mean, I, I'm not saying she's a bad person. I think she's a good person. I think she cares about UGA. You could tell by mm-hmm. the remarks that some of the student athletes and former student athletes made that, you know, they liked her and, you know, mm-hmm. she took care of them and all that. I don't think she's like a horrible person or anything. I don't right. think she was good for what we want to be. Right, and, you know she's a former UJA athlete, so I mean I think she cares about the university and maybe even. I don't think she was purposely maliciously going after our kids or anything like that. I just, I just don't think she's good for what we want to do. Right, I think she'd be great at Virginia.
0: <laughs> good lacrosse.
3: <laughs> yes, they're freaking. Lacrosse teams and volleyball teams and all that should be great.
2: <laughs> um, and one of the things, uh, do you think we need to
1: focus going back to recruiting the whole secondary, you know, defensive backs? I mean, again, you mentioned Brule,
2: you got Chris Smith committed you got Wild Goose committed, but you've got kids,
1: and you mentioned Tyson Campbell, Isaac Stewart-Taylor, Nadab Joseph, Tyreek Johnson, Gilbert Frierson, all really come to mind as as possibilities to add to this class. And and how do you tell any of those guys no? You know, I mean, I I think it's cool on
0: Tyreek. I was going to say, it seems like we've already done that with one of them. Um, right. I mean, you know, as as much as Tyreek is, is is dipping his toe in the water, it, it wouldn't surprise me at all if, you know, no callbacks and not having anybody at games anymore didn't give Tyreek the writing on the wall saying, hey, look, yeah, you're a five-star, but you don't necessarily fit our scheme because we think you have – the thing I've always heard on is he got he has crazy tight hips and he mm-hmm. couldn't even he couldn't even couldn't even guard tight ends at uh, at some of the uh, five star camps.
4: hmm
3: hmm It's amazing. And, I would and love, he's I, one I would that love to that he's a cornerback and not a safety. And and, and
0: good lord, mm-hmm. I mean we we have we have more safeties in in the house than I got uh, Bo's on Christmas presents. so so, i mean mean, i'd love to have i'd love to have that true corner to shut down a side of the a side of the field so i don't so we so that safety can worry about that side as his b side not his a side does that make sense
2: yeah
1: yeah no doubt but you know, I mean, so if you take
0: Tyreek out
1: of the out of the mix, then that's still what two, four, three, four star or, or or high four star cornerbacks that you're going to have to choose from.
3: Well, and I I think that's where you might see that last spot go. You know, to mm-hmm. say Tindall goes to South Carolina, then you know you might see that last spot go there.
2: Right. To so bring so you in know, maybe
3: two. To get two DB. Of guys, yeah true three d v you know corner that he's talking about,
0: so if we got so if we got eight spots left, okay, assuming we keep the current commit list
3: what what do
0: we think split down the middle, four on offense, four on defense
3: I, it's really a corner who wants to come, I mean, if Ford wants to come, there's no way in hell you're telling that kid not.
2: I agree. Yeah, I guess that would be four. Yeah. Okay, so Cook. let's say four. You got Cook. Ford,
0: Cook, Salyer, and Hill. Right. So
2: four
3: You know, Drayton,
0: Drayton and I were talking earlier. I mean, do you let Elijah Moore go?
3: Yeah, I mean, I mean that's another one to look at. I mean, you got to look at it. I think we're going to take another defensive tackle, no matter what. You you him
4: a to. Mm-hmm.
3: So, I mean, that's going to be your Trout or the, uh, uh, the Pennsylvania kid. That's this recruitment blow blowing up.
2: Barmore.
3: Yeah, Barmore. So, I mean, you, you got to have one of those. You're, I mean, you know it's just a matter of time before Reese slips. Right. So, those two are almost for sure, a defensive tackle and Reese then I mean you're looking at Tyndall, you're looking at Campbell, you're looking at another D B
2: you got K J Henry? Yeah I mean you uh, got K
3: J Henry out there.
2: You
0: know I mean i I I think with the way we're talking, I think it's inevitable we lose somebody from our current list.
3: And I um, mean it it almost has to happen.
0: So, so I set the, here. Go! I'll set the line at two and a half of our current. I'll set the line at two and a half of our current list. Do you say we we lose less than that or more than that?
2: I
3: think I don't know. I would go less.
2: I'm going to say more.
1: I think I think we're making a big push to get into the top two or three again. In re- the recruiting class, because I, I, th- I and that's counting moving Condon to a to a to a gray shirt or something, you know, something
2: along those lines. Anyway, again, you don't want to lose any I spots. Go, the next class, but
3: I would go less and less. LSU offers rule and then I could see him flipping there. Mm-hmm. So, if LSU yeah. offers Brule, I'll go more. If they don't, I'll go less.
2: So, Brule is your tipping point?
3: Yeah. Because I really think he'll head to LSU if they offer Yeah.
2: No, I
1: think so, too. Um,
0: well, watching their recruiting class, there's no reason they shouldn't offer
1: That's the weird thing. How
0: have they not offered
1: him
4: yet?
3: I mean... <laughs> I think it's the same reason we do with some of our in state guys.
1: You kind of know you got them in your back pocket, kind of thing? Yeah,
3: we kind of know. And if we do, you know, we got guys higher and we want to recruit them first. And we know if we offer later on that they'll come on. hmm.
2: If you let, uh, I think more could be a possibility to drop
1: because you're gonna have I think
2: I think you're gonna have most
1: of your kids coming back next year as well. You know, from that from that's already on the roster. Plus nineteen you've already got the top what three two or three receivers or the top two receivers in the country or top two of the top three receivers already lined up for nineteen to replace those guys. So you don't really need to go too terribly deep, you know, with your eighteen wide receiver class, I wouldn't think.
3: Well, it's well, easy and, to pick him well, too because he's out of state, number one,
2: and then you don't
3: hear a lot out of him either, number two. So he's quiet right. and he's out of state. So I mean, it's easy to pick him. But, right. I mean, and I agree
0: I mean, because he he's also he's also five eleven, a buck seventy five, which is the same. You know, we have six of those on the current roster now
3: mm mm-hmm. plus, plus is coming in
0: exactly uh, you know it's right. like he's a holloman or 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 a uh or a landers that you know six five that, that's that's mm-hmm. gonna give us a different dimension with a long ball he's 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 kind of like a little um uh, you know slot slot receiver that we we can duplicate very easily. We, like I said, we got right. him on
3: the roster now. Right. I, I'll tell you this: it'll, it'll be interesting to see who uh, who gets the uh, signature papers on December 20th
4: Mm-hmm.
3: It'll be very interesting because you have you know about KJ Henry by then because he's planning on signing the twentieth, right? Right. I don't think Tyndall is planning on signing by the twentieth. I don't think. Is K.J. an
0: early enrollee?
3: I think think so. I think so.
2: I think he
3: said before he was planning on it. I know uh, Hill and Sawyer both are planning on signing early on the 20th. Hmm.
1: Signing but not enrolling early
3: think I have to look at um. – let's see. I think Hill is definitely planning on enrolling early, and I'm not sure on Sawyer.
0: But it seems like for some reason that last year we ran into an issue with um, Andrew Thomas wanting to do it because they went to Pace Academy. I'm not sure if Pace Academy allows them to leave early.
3: Yeah, I think you're. I think you may be right
2: because it seems <laughs> like we wanted Andrew Thomas and um, and I'm hoping Isaiah
0: Wilson both of no both of them. We we're hoping both of them can enroll early, and neither one of them did. Mm-hmm. Um, that really hurt
1: well, Andrew Thomas not getting in. <laughs>
0: Yeah,
3: I mean he's. He, I, I haven't even
0: heard from him this year.
3: <laughs> Man, is, is he not the quietest starter, just most solid, quietest starter that we've had?
1: I mean, I guess that's what you want with your with your offensive lineman, just go out, take care of business, and
3: yeah. I mean, that's what don't he get does. your
1: name called. <laughs> well, to be honest, he, he's to be not, he's not
3: called out for a lot of mistakes. I mean, it doesn't really, you know, you don't see them out there just throwing people around either, but I mean, it doesn't seem like anybody's getting by them, and you don't hear Uh called out for penalties.
0: Nope. I'll take 12 of them.
3: Exactly. exactly.
2: No doubt, man. Um, Let's see.
1: Oh, what about the – we haven't even mentioned the, along the defensive line the Jordan Davis kid that just said Georgia was his leader, four-star defensive tackle or defensive lineman.
3: There you go. I was I was just looking at the offer list because I knew it was somebody we were forgetting. Mm-hmm. You, you know what, though? No, he could end up offensive line or defensive line. Oh, really? Mm-hmm.
2: Man, give me Davis and and Trout somehow. I would almost take Davis, now that you've said that,
1: with the versatility over of of Pilele. I just don't know if we're to the point where we can really take on projects like
2: that. I think we are, dude. Especially on the offensive line, I think we are. Yeah, I don't know. Jake Fromm would maybe if in the middle of his 19? back. I don't know. Yeah,
0: Do Jake Fromm can't. Jake Fromm can't see over six foot nine, four hundred and twenty pound kid. <laughs> he will. Hit him. He will. He will throw a slant <laughs> to the right side and hit him in back of the jersey. <laughs> straight,
3: straight into the numbers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh God! <laughs>
1: we got to start rolling from out more. <laughs> exactly.
0: Just to get out the
1: shadows. <laughs> oh, God, I don't know, guys. It's a good problem to have,
3: you know. Hey, he he better get used to it because we got a bunch of six seven guys that are coming in. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, just think if we decide to move uh, Wilson or Cleveland inside, you know? Yeah. Because we got to see next year. Andrew Thomas is Andrew Thomas is probably moving the left tackle. Right. And so you probably have Cleveland or Wilson starting at right tackle, and if they're doing great, you know, if they're doing real good, I mean, we've moved people inside before. You could move one of them inside.
4: Yeah.
1: Does, uh,
3: do, you guys, do you
1: think that DeMarcus Hayes, the Juco
2: lineman, do you think the light bulb goes on for him, or is he just being outplayed, do you think? Word I got out, of Athens, I got out of Athens a couple of weeks ago is it's just mm-hmm. taking him,
0: you know, because he had three to play two. It's just right. taking him a little bit to get up to that SEC speed, but he's coming along.
3: Really? Okay. Yeah, I think I think we could probably redshirt him this year because he hasn't played, has he?
0: Uh, yeah,
1: I don't think so. Well, that, that's another that's another big time prospect there.
3: Yeah, I mean you definitely hope it does. I mean it's a good it'd be a good problem to have.
2: Yeah. Um, who are we looking at
1: next? Brees and Cook is our maybe the two next two.
3: Commits? You're talking just
4: 2018?
3: Oh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. But go ahead. <laughs> go on. I think you might see a style star linebacker pop soon, too.
1: Uh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Before Halloween, I, right? I,
0: I heard. I heard his. Uh, I heard his Halloween costume was a Georgia jersey. <laughs>
2: Oh worry, that'd be a good commitment video.
3: Oh, instead of doing the uh, instead of doing the Santa Claus, you can do the uh, trick or treating. How about that?
4: <laughs> yeah, he wants
1: to be a savage. I'm going to be a savage this year.
3: Hmm. Hey, how much so you... how much has Roquan Smith played into his
2: recruitment? Yeah,
1: I mean, I think. Got to be the best linebacker in the country
2: right now, you know. And I think he, he's probably, you know, I know
1: somebody had posted on the board, you know, that they were talking to his mom. This is what three or four weeks ago, saying how he's going to look good, you know, look good in the NFL next year. And she said, "What do you mean he's going? He's wanting to get to finish his degree first, indicating oh. that he was wanting to come back. You know, I I just don't know now though that his grade came out as a first round pick. I don't know if he can really.
0: Well, Hoagie, I, I read Hogy, I read today that obviously he has a family member who's pretty um, who's pretty sick, and oh. they said they said that um, if he was a you know a, a top half of the first round that he's gone. Not just for the money, but because of what the money could do for him and his family.
1: Yeah, I mean, coming out of what, Macon County, and you know, obviously yep. any family could use that kind of money. So it's life changing. You know, you just can't. I mean, you can't do it. can't can't turn can't turn that down. Yeah, I, th- I think I
2: think you might see Big Trent
3: day before Roquan's stays.
2: I yeah, which
1: could be just as as big, if not bigger, honestly, literally and figuratively.
0: So, if that's the case, do we do we need an extra de- defensive tackle?
3: I mean, yeah. I think you got. I think that has to come into play. So, mm-hmm. where he does, you take a Davis and a Barmore or Barmore and a Trout or you know whatever combination up the two. Mm-hmm.
0: So maybe what we do, maybe we don't throw Wallflower his. Uh, maybe we don't throw Walshauer signing papers in December, wait to see what uh, 78 does, and then go from there.
3: Yeah, I mean, you easily could. Because, I mean, they're saying we got, what, eight spots left, but I'm not sure how many of those spots includes the people that are leaving early. Mm -hmm. You know, know, but just
0: like like we were talking about, I I think Kirby's, Roster management has been an A, if not an A plus. You know, at this point, mm-hmm. I, I don't. I think he would make room for whatever number. I think the only limitation now is that twenty five number they've imposed on. Yeah. Oh
3: yeah, eight A, A plus plus. It, it's it's yeah. much better sitting here talking about it and figuring out how to fit everybody in than it is sitting here worrying about it.
1: Scrambling for two and three yeah.
3: guys, that the best offer
2: is you know. We're, yeah, we used to sit here worrying, tomorrow. right? No doubt. All right. So money's so money's on Papo hitting next. That unless somebody pops before
1: Halloween, I guess. I guess that's the indication before the month is up for Papo,
2: right? I could could Reeves,
1: could Reeves do it before him? Again, I I think he, I I almost expected any day with him, man. To be completely honest, I really it's just hard to say because it, it, that's what the word is, is that he's wanting to wait till it's kind of a surprise. And I just I'm like, dude, I don't know who's going to be surprised. <laughs> to be honest with you, <laughs> hey Hokey, <how'd you> remind
0: <laughs> me who. Which which one of the recruits this year like sent out his um his Twitter uh, announcement like at one o'clock in the morning or something?
2: One both of them, yeah, that was that was Was that that was last word, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay, it was one of
0: them that like dropped it like at midnight, like you know when the bell tolls. He he dropped. Yeah, yeah, that that was defensive lineman. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no telling. I mean, I can wake up tomorrow morning and Reese is committed while we're talking.
3: <laughs> I mean. That's, that's where it pays off being a night owl because we had it before anybody did. Because <laughs> nobody else was up. <laughs>
4: yeah,
3: that was that was when it kind of came by
1: surprise. and I, I don't know, man, just... Go ahead and go ahead and get it done, Otis. Otis, my man.
4: <laughs> Ommr, baby. <laughs> oh, does, does
3: anybody else see that Ommr and just want to call him Otis Motherfucking Reese? <laughs> I mean, I the think, way he I hits think... people and the way he just launches into guys every time, I just want to call him Otis Motherfucking Reese.
0: <laughs> hey, but 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 if that's the case, I think you gotta call him Otis Mother Mothery.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Alright, we got a little less than ten minutes. you wanna run through some picks for Saturday real quick?
3: Yeah, don't be doing the uh, stupid picks though, Dre.
1: We got some we got some good games this week, finally. Man, Drake, uh,
3: Dre'll be going through the picks and he'll be like, All right. If we do the SEC games. They'd be like, "All right, between New Mexico State and Alabama School for the Blind."
0: <laughs> yeah, don't hit
3: me hey, with Furman the, and Mercer.
0: That's a, <laughs> hey,
1: you, hey, you know you want to watch out that watch that Furman game now. Come on,
0: <laughs> uh, <hey. laughs> I'm messing with my paladins now.
3: Purple paladins, baby. Um, all right. Hey, I am gonna watch. Uh... Didn't in, in Georgia State play in Troy? The
1: South Alabama. Oh,
3: are they? Isn't it the, in yeah, the Georgia. Georgia State stadium there? Yeah. Is it, is yeah, it that's field? why I wanted to watch it. I want to see the new stadium. Is that their first one there? I think second.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, that'll be neat. That's, that was a good deal they made, I think, man. Pretty much a pre-made stadium all set up for you and... I don't know that they'll ever fill it with, what, 50,000 or 60,000 people. But Everything's there for them anyway.
3: I don't think it's that uh, many anymore, Dre. I think it's like 36 or something like that.
1: Oh, okay. They might be able to do that. If Southern, well, if Southern ever gets back to, to normal and goes up for a game, maybe. Uh, by the way, I just want to say, Tyson Summers, is he on is he an Athens yet as a defensive analyst or is he gonna wait
3: till after the year's over with? Man, he needs to be.
0: <laughs> so somebody said All they right. saw him in Clark County Tag Office yesterday.
4: <laughs>
1: I really honestly God wouldn't be
0: surprised.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, Oklahoma State, there's five top twenty five matchups this week. Oklahoma State at West Virginia. Number 11 at West number Virginia, baby. I'm, I'm going to go with the Mountaineers.
2: Tessa Crawford is going to run all over
1: them. so <laughs> you got to pick on that one?
2: I'll go Stillwater.
1: All right. Uh, SEC, this. Whoa. Let me tell you. Arkansas at Ole Miss, baby. <laughs> Good God. Another. Just a loser leave town, Matt. Loser leaves the conference. I think we should. What? Uh, what's,
0: what's the over under six? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Shea
1: Patterson's out.
3: Hey, uh, watching uh, that out that him. backup quarterback for Ole Miss isn't bad. Yeah,
1: yeah he's he, not bad he, at, he at he all. Impressed me actually. I watched Tamu or something like that. And the uh, the giant Arkansas has a quarterback. The only problem is he got sacked about. Fifteen times, I think. Last that, week. Dude,
3: that dude looks like he's about six nine himself.
1: He is, man. Uh, he looks
3: like the uh, what was the
1: the dude they had at, at tackle that was six foot nine. Oh hell, I can't. That was one of Pittman's boys. Um, I'll go Ole Miss at home for some reason. I don't know why, but I think Brett might be in trouble if he if, if they don't win a, win any more games.
3: No, he's in trouble anyway. He's gone. You think? Yeah. So both of these schools are looking for new coaches.
0: just on a side note, it feels like eighty percent of the SEC coaches are in the hot seat.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: What was that
4: about, about McElane? Yeah.
1: yeah. Was that McElwain was was if he's let go at Florida the lead candidate at Tennessee?
3: Oh please. No, that was a fake tweet. Oh, okay.
2: There's, and then, the, there's
3: that Jimmy Hyams guy. Yeah. And people thought it was a real tweet, but it was Jiminy Hyams.
4: <laughs> I think our boy
3: Dan, uh, Dan765, I think he is on, her, on our site, he, yeah. he got nailed with it.
1: Uh, okay. All right. I'll blame you.
3: Uh, he he would have he put it on the SEC ran and they nailed him.
1: <laughs> what about the. Uh... Butch to Ole Miss, Bremer.
2: I mean, who knows?
1: Honestly, Ole Miss can't be all that picky, and neither can Butch. If
2: you want to <laughs> know the truth
1: of it, might be a match made in heaven there. This this is
4: just
0: uh, it's, it's like it's like it's like coaching. It's a coaching carousel with diarrhea mixed in. It's just awful. I mean, who, like you said, neither one of them can be picky, man. Um, right, I mean Butch. Butch may be driving a beer truck next year, and uh, yeah. old Miss. old Miss may be lucky not to not to get the death penalty.
3: Right. Hey, he may be driving a beer truck, but he'll still be a champion of life.
4: <laughs> he's doing. a brick
2: by Oh man!
3: Hey, see does. Does Georgia's going to kill you this weekend really qualify as a death threat? I think
2: uh, I think I heard Larry Culpepper offered Butch Jones a, a spot with the selling Dr Pepper next year. Then yeah, but I think the only size left they got left is a, is a youth medium.
0: Isn't <laughs> that the, the, the way the commercial goes with Floody? Floody's in. <laughs> yeah. Butch
4: is in. Yeah.
1: Um. <laughs> All right. Who are y'all picking, Ole Miss or Arkansas? I'll
0: take, o- I'll take Ole Miss because
3: the girls look better. Uh, that's the truth. Yeah let's, yeah, let's go Ole Miss just because of that. All right.
1: Uh Let's see. All right, three thirty games,
2: Penn State at Ohio State. Ooh. This is like a double revenge game. You got Penn State wanting revenge because Ohio State beat them out in the playoff, but then you got Ohio
1: State wanting revenge because Penn State beat them last year.
3: I think Penn State takes
2: them. I I don't know. I think being at the horseshoe. I think I think Ohio State win. I'm still not sold on Penn State, man. I don't.
1: I, I just don't think they've played anybody worth a damn. Even Michigan. And
0: they They look great against Michigan.
3: Yeah, and their defense is great. I, you know, that's Michigan, exactly why I, I'm of Penn State because I wouldn't expect them to beat the crap out of Michigan like they did. Yeah. I don't the think only, the only thing
0: about the only thing about that game. The only thing about that game was the third quarter when Penn State stepped it up. Michigan was trying to make it close and then they took it took it off and ran away with it. I don't mm-hmm. I don't know if they can do that. I don't know if they can do that in um in the horseshoe. I I, mm-hmm. I think I'm going to have to go with the Buckeyes. Yeah.
1: And I think too if the and again, even if Penn State wins this week, they've got their third toughest game of the year next week at Mich- with Michigan State. So it's hard for them to get up two, three weeks in a row, I think. You know, that was a lot last year because Michigan, you know, curb stomped them last year. And that was a big revenge game for them. I don't know if they can get up quite ready again for Ohio State. I don't know. I think I'm going to take the Buckeyes, but I think it'll be Michigan a good game. Saves
3: huh? what, up to, Michigan State's up to, what, 16th, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, Michigan State's a I'm I'm shocked how much how well they have I figured they would bounce back this year, but I'm shocked how well they bounced back. I know San <laughs> Antonio is a is a real good coach, but I didn't know they were gonna bounce back that well. Um we talked Georgia, Florida. How about uh, TCU
2: at Iowa State? Any what's chance the spread the, on that game? Oh Lord, let's see, I don't see it. Hold on, I'll I'll look it up and see. I think – give me Iowa State with the upset. Yeah, especially being at home,
0: too. They're playing
3: good football right now. Yeah, I'm
0: definitely going to take – I'll definitely take the points. Um, I think TCU wins the game, but I'll probably
2: take Iowa State with the points. Let's see.
3: Seven, looks like seven-point favorites. TCU. They get open at seven.
1: Yeah, I'm seeing seven on uh, Nevada GT bets.
3: So it looks like it's down to
2: 6.5. Right.
1: Yep. TCU, touchdown favorite on the road.
3: I think I think oh, Iowa State upsets them. They're playing good ball right now.
1: Yeah, it wouldn't hurt my feelings, but I I think TCU'll get it. I think their defense is better than Oklahoma's. No, they're, they're, they're,
3: they're still without uh, Jacob Park.
0: I thought he left yes. the
3: team. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man. He, I mean, he was. I just, they were just kind of not saying when he was supposed to come back or anything like that. So I think he might be out for the year.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think he left. I think he actually left school for uh, personal reasons or something.
3: Yeah, yeah, and they're saying it wasn't drugs. I thought it was drugs at first, but they're saying it wasn't. But you know, yeah. At
0: this
1: point, do you even do they? I mean, certainly, I don't think he gets his job back. No, it'd be hard to the way, the way they're playing. Um. All right, next game up, NC State.
2: Heading up to Notre Dame, number nine. Notre Dame, number fourteen. NC State. In Man, well, I, it,
3: there won't be as there won't be as much red in the stands as there was last time.
1: That's for damn sure. I uh, I think Notre Dame continues to roll. I don't think I think they keep their streak going this week. I think, but it may be coming their loss may be coming up soon, but I think they go ahead and extend it this week. Even though NC State's a good defensive team, but maybe the second best defense they've faced since uh behind Georgia. I
3: I'll tell you what, my head says Notre Dame, but my heart says NC State because I don't want to have to blow people up. Right. <laughs> and and if they pick a one loss Notre Dame a one loss Georgia, don't make don't don't get me started on that again.
0: Well, I, didn't,
3: so let's I, didn't, just I didn't go with n c state let's just go with n c state so Notre Dame I have two losses, and I don't have to hurt anybody <laughs> then Jason, i maybe. didn't
0: want, I didn't want to get in on that conversation earlier, so I was like, you know what i'll just I'll just let that be but uh but I'm with you, I'm probably gonna be in jail right there beside you um, <laughs> yeah, so it's yeah, i think I think n c state is gonna push push'em. Probably <laughs> I'm gonna go on a limb here a lot harder than Southern Cal did. Yeah. Um but I think Notre Dame wins it. Uh and I did have a stat for y'all earlier. You know Georgia is the only team to score a rushing touchdown on Notre Dame this year?
3: Huh. I did not know that. That's crazy.
0: Yep, Sony Michelle is the only person to score a rushing touchdown against Notre Dame.
1: And that's the crazy. If if Georgia and Notre Dame were to match up again right now,
2: don't you think it would be Georgia, a hell of
1: a game? It'd be a hell of a game. But I think Georgia's even better than they were
4: at that I point. I agree
1: with that too, as well. I mean, that was Fromm's true freshman first start in one of the most hallowed places in college football, and he goes in and plays well enough for Georgia to win the game. Leads the team down to, to in the field goal range. Rodrigo steps up, kicks the field goal. You know, I mean I don't know. We should we should have won that
0: game by we should have won that game by ten points in yeah. week two. I think right. I think today I think we still win that game by ten points.
2: Right. Oh, absolutely. Yep.
0: All right. Uh
4: da, 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 da.
1: All right, here's kind of a sneaky good game. Houston at South Florida. South Florida's still undefeated. Houston coming in, probably one of the better group of five teams. Do they knock them from the ranks of the unbeaten?
3: Man, you don't mess with my guy, Charlie Strong, baby. (laughs) That's, That's South Florida all the way.
1: I'll take South Florida in that one, too.
0: Yeah, I, I got to go with. Uh, is it in Tampa?
2: Yeah, it is.
0: Yep. Go, go, Bulls! Right, go, Bulls!
4: Yep. All right. How about
1: Bandy at South Carolina? We were talking about them up South Carolina earlier. Their fans are getting a little, little cocky right now. Bandy, have anything for them? I mean, they're out without Debo Samuel. Hey, off
3: on me. Who you say?
1: They're without Rico. uh, South Carolina hosting Vanderbilt.
3: Uh, What happened to Vandy's defense?
1: I think they still want Bama. I I think is what it is.
0: (laughs) I think it went to Penn State. (laughs) I think this game is going to be
1: close. Um, Let's see. I don't know what that spread is, but. I'm almost thinking South Carolina may be coming in this game a little overconfident right now.
3: That would and actually lost, be great.
1: They've lost a lot of playmakers on offense. You know, Rico. I, I uh, would.
3: I would love for Vandy to build.
1: I do too. And then they tend to play each other close for the most part every year too. So I think Vanderbilt. I don't think Vanderbilt's intimidated by South Carolina. I'll put it that way. I think, well, I think and, Vandy and, may may sneak the sneak one out.
0: Somebody needs to remind Muschamp that he should have lost to Tennessee. Right. Well, you know, Tennessee
1: did everything on offense except for score touchdowns.
3: I mean, according to Butch. Man, how many quotes can that dude put out that are just <laughs> absolutely horrible? My God, Georgia would have killed their coach by now. <laughs> There wouldn't be no threats. Those dudes would do it. (laughs) He'd just be dead. (laughs) Uh, Let's see.
2: So, so if we're playing
0: if-then, how about this, Jason? Would you rather have Butch as our coach or keep Carla? Oh, God. (laughs) Or cut my right leg off? (laughs) No, because we know the obvious
2: choice then. Oh, God. Yeah. By the way, South Carolina is a seven-point favorite.
3: Yeah, they're home, too, right? Yeah, i go with Carolina.
2: Yeah, I'm going Vandy. I got to go with Carolina. All right. All right. Uh, Mississippi State at Texas A&M. I'm going to go A&M in this one. I think Mississippi State should win, but I think A&M's
1: still riding a little high right now. They'll, they'll have enough to knock off Mississippi State.
3: It's at A&M, too. I'll probably say A&M.
2: Yeah, night game.
0: I, I agree. I think, I think A&M, but this is a game that could be like 9-6, to six, okay, or it could be 69-66.
2: Right, yeah. There's absolutely yeah, good really film. good. Oh,
1: wait, y'all, I missed one. I missed an SEC game. Missouri at Connecticut.
3: Oh, my God,
2: right, you're killing me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think Missouri gets this one, man. All right, we'll skip that one. All right, how about another doozy? <laughs> Tennessee at Kentucky. Did
4: Man,
1: they, Kentucky. Kentucky does, they, don't they have a long losing streak to Tennessee, or did they break it last? Year? No, that was Vandy that broke it.
3: The first question you got to ask is: Does John Kelly play? Yeah, that's what I was no. thinking. I don't,
1: I don't think he does. Or uh, no,
3: the other linebacker.
1: And if Kelly doesn't play. There in it, trouble.
0: In it, it or something? Yeah, Wasn't yeah, that be he's the other one
1: got caught? Yeah. I think yeah. If Kelly's not playing. And I, you have to wonder. I don't know what their drug policy is, but if it, I don't think they win any games he doesn't play in, unless it's. You know.
3: I, I think their drug policy this week is Butch Jones knows he's damn well getting fired if he loses to Kentucky, so he better play the guy. <laughs>
0: there's there's multiple <laughs> threads. There's multiple threads that can come from this conversation right here. Obviously, Butch Jones is smoking something himself.
4: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you also
0: said that, didn't you say Hoagie that um, they he's they're not going to win any game that Kelly doesn't play in.
1: Yeah, they're not winning anyway. Yeah, really.
0: they, they're not going to win a game that he has played in either. As <laughs> they take even more of it out of. him. I think you, you got
4: to go it, Kentucky. Kentucky as long as they guard. I almost want to go Kentucky Arkansas either, either Calaway, way.
3: I almost want to go Kentucky either way, but especially if Kelly doesn't play. Yeah.
0: I I think for kicks and giggles, I think for kicks and giggles, they should let Calipari uh, coach the football team and see if he can beat Tennessee.
1: (laughs) I mean, as as long as Kentucky covers the wide receivers, I think they'll win this game. (laughs)
4: Yeah. If they let
1: Callaway run free, untouched, uncovered, I think they might they might be in trouble. But I think they I think Kentucky covers them and, and wins the game. I
0: how think, do you think it happened
3: twice in the same game.
0: In the I red think, zone, I think it's a, in the red zone. Same play with, with the game on the line.
4: <laughs> I mean, for God
1: Almighty, how do you?
4: Uh,
1: and a defensive minded. It's not like Mike Leach or something out there coaching them, right? It's,
0: yeah, it's not like it's not like it's Boise State running the Statue of Liberty play. I mean, God, just cover the guy. Just anybody, <laughs> put him out there. God, ridiculous. Uh well, they're also they're also going to have to bounce back from that uh, ass whipping they got last week. Dude, they got their ass
1: kicked last week, didn't they? God Almighty, Mississippi State laid it on them, man.
0: Yep. So I, I, I'm gonna take Kentucky in that one. Pretty, pretty big, actually.
1: Yeah. Um. Let's see. Georgia Tech at Clemson. Any shot for Tech with the upset? Is Bryant? Is Kelly Bryant back? I don't think so. That might be one to one to watch, man.
3: You know, the, the only the only thing though is the fricking Nerd's depend so much on those runs up the middle. Yeah. The Clemson's D line is stout. Yeah. Are they disciplined enough
1: to do it over and over again the up the middle quarterback pitch man? Are they enough are they gonna be disciplined enough to do it every time?
0: The the the, the thing I was I got a buddy of mine, who's a big Clemson grad and you know, he's like Venable basically got embarrassed by Syracuse. And yeah. that is I mean, as much as the offense has been dynamic at times, Clemson has leaned on a on a defensive front over the last couple of years that could that could hang with anybody, could play with anybody. And mm-hmm. Syracuse made you look like a middle school team.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: So I could see Clemson, and just like Jason said, that defensive line is just disgusting. So mm-hmm. I could I could see Clemson shutting Tech down. It's really going to be whether or not they can score.
3: Mm-hmm. You know, though, now that you mentioned the Syracuse game, I was watching that game, and Syracuse's O line was pushing them around.
0: Yeah, they were. They well, were the, just. I mean, they, they were just lazy,
3: yeah, and but well, Syracuse kept them on the field too,, mm-hmm. so if Tech can move the ball and keep those dudes on the field and keep them tired, then it might get and it could go their way
0: mhm well yeah i I just I think Venables is one of the best assistant coaches in the country, I mean, I think he's an incredible d c and i I just I don't see him allowing that two weeks in a row. Yeah, especially coming off a of bye week.
3: Yeah, that yeah, that is true. Yeah,
1: that helps that helps them a lot. You got the two weeks to really you prepare for it a little bit each you know each practice or each week leading up to it, but you can really focus on and have that extra week that that helps a lot. Yeah, I'll, I'll go Clemson in this one. I I think they'll go ahead and and hang, but it could be pretty dicey early on. If it is, we'll see how Clemson responds to it. You know, uh, last couple of them. Let's see, o- Texas Tech at Oklahoma. I don't think that's going to be. I think it could be high scoring, obviously, but I think Oklahoma should win that. I agree. Anybody disagree? Yeah, I
3: don't. I don't get the people picking Texas Tech to upset them.
1: No, I. I think they'll be fine. Oklahoma can score right with them. I mean. I'm not too. Uh, I think they'll be fine.
3: Um, I I'll think got a is sneaky tight game where Baker Mayfield goes for three hundred and four touchdowns.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think I think I think they'll be all right. A couple sneaky games to keep an eye on, man. Arizona hosting Washington State. That damn quarterback for Arizona has just been bulldozing people, apparently, two or three hundred yards. Rushing each game, throwing the ball, a good guy. I don't know what's going to happen. That's going to be interesting to watch. I'll I'm going to go I'm going to go upset with that one, and another one also in Arizona is USC traveling to Arizona State. Arizona State somehow found defense apparently, uh, and I'm going to go with the Sun Devils over Southern Cal in that one too. How you how you pick against
3: the Fighting Reaches?
1: Hey, I, I like him, man. Mike, he, I like him doing, you know, they're after their second three and out. He made them do up downs on the sideline, so I like it. I dig it. But I think Arizona's is going to keep the ball away
4: from. Yeah, I'm. I, 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 I'm.
0: I'm. I'm. I'm with Jason on this one. I, I got to go. Washington State. Um
2: yeah.
0: Is 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 USC? Are they at Tempe?
3: Yeah, they are at Tempe.
0: That is a that is a fun place to to watch a game. I went out there to when mm-hmm. Georgia played them years ago, and I'm uh, mm-hmm. Granted, I know it's a different stadium, but that's just an awesome town. Um, I I hope USC can bounce back from that um, from that American History X stomping they got, <laughs> but I yeah I, I I gotta I gotta go to the Trojans even though. Kylie kind of Jason said, on the inside, I'm pulling for the Sun Devils.
4: Yeah. All right. <laughs> hey, I
3: hope uh, y'all
1: win some money, I'm, man.
3: I'm, I'm going down and looking at this college football schedule on ESPN, and they, they list the available tickets, you know.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Tell, tell me what's wrong with this picture. New Mexico at Wyoming has two tickets left starting at $37. Texas Tech and Oklahoma has nine hundred ninety-three tickets left, starting at four dollars. Four dollars. They have nine hundred ninety-three tickets It must,
1: be a, it tickets must left not be in Norman. Months. No, it's
3: in Norman. And then, but New Mexico State, New Mexico at Wyoming has two two tickets left.
0: Yeah, but Wyoming, hey, Wyoming. Wyoming. Stadium holds twelve hundred people.
2: <laughs> they
1: want to. They want to all see the uh, future first-round draft quarterback for Wyoming. No?
0: <laughs> yippee <yippee-kay. laughs>
1: But, yeah, keep your eyes on Arizona. I think there's going to be a couple of upsets there. And plus, it, how does this happen? How does it, You talk about the administration not taking care of your team. Southern Cal doesn't have a bye
2: week this year. Well, they had that hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> I mean
4: how do you
1: how, do they take it the first week? I don't understand how 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 do they manage that? I don't know that doesn't make any sense, but that's gonna come back and bite them down the road down the down the stretch too. All right, guys, this was fun. uh, we're gonna shut her down. We went over a little bit here, but uh, it was enough to see Houston tied up in the top of the night, so it's three
0: to three now. Um, I, pre- I appreciate y'all letting me hop on, boys. Yeah, dude, been telling you to, and then any anytime you want,
1: give us a call. Oh man, that's, in,
3: that's man. Be, that should be be every Wednesday thing.
0: <laughs> doing
3: it, doing well, it,
0: man. We'll see what we can do.
3: Oh man, it's gonna hurt my feelings next Wednesday if all I got is Drake. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. I love
4: you,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Greg. All right, y'all. Appreciate everybody listening in. I'll throw up, add in the replay on Field Street Forum on Facebook and on Twitter. Uh, Give it a listen, give it a like, give it a retweet, whatever you want to do. Check out FieldStreetForum.com. Check out all the front story pages, front page stories, whatever it is. Uh, check out the Classic City Cavern with, with the chat. Most current chat. Ch- click the date, and there's tons of tons of talk and everything in there. Uh, give us a follow Facebook and Twitter Field Street Forum Field ST Forum. Give me a follow at the Real Dre across all
0: social media. Uh, again, see so you got a plug or anything? No, you're good. Go ahead, Dre, the Real Dre. I appreciate you, boys. Thanks, Jason, man. It was a good time, man. I enjoyed
3: it. Appreciate it, brother.
0: Cool, man. See you. All right, everybody. Everybody
1: be ready. 3.30 this Saturday for the world's largest outdoor cocktail party as the dogs take this series back. You heard it here, folks. The dogs take the series back starting this week.
3: 30, Until 38 next... to 10. 38 to 10, dogs.
1: Until next
2: week. No Go dogs. <clears throat>